I joined your podcast about Chris Ciccone's book. And yes. I met some people through there. Zorian was on my podcast. He always sends me I the love live him. footage. He sends me the live footage of Madonna saying, see my booty get down, because he knows I hate that part <laughs> of the song. So he will literally just send me clips of him doing that. I saw um, Sal perform at Bush Gardens. Oh, I, I, see I didn't get to like meet sense. him or talk to him, but like I sent him a message saying, you did a great job. Congratulations. And oh, good for him. I love him. He's such a sweet person too. Yeah. I still talk to Cabe. Cabe's who's been on my show a couple of times and he's an actor and yes, he's successful all show on now, Amazon. So. He's I, yeah. I, I, I keep tabs on all of these people. I'm like Santa Claus, you know, I yeah. see you when you're sleeping. I know you when you're awake. <laughs> That's going to find out if you're naughty or nice. No, not quite, but <laughs> You're like the elf on the shelf. I oh my god, I am the elf on the shelf. <laughs> you can you can add that to my next introduction as well. He's like the I elf will. on the shelf. <laughs> Is it time to talk about she's not me? Yes. She's not me. This one is for the ladies. This one, as we said on our <laughs> podcast, this one was for Mediva. <laughs> I I think it's a pretty decent song. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I love the Wendy reference. Come and on, we're wondering Wendy who on they're it. talking about. It's Wendy of Wendy and Lisa from Prince Wendy and the Revolution. And Lisa. But only Wendy. We didn't get Lisa. We only got Wendy. Lisa we got was guitar. Busy. We didn't get. We didn't get. We didn't get keyboards. We should have her. though. Those sy- the synths on that song could have easily been played by Lisa. It, they very they well should have been. been. But then she'd have to say Wendy and Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> it was my favorite part of the song when that came out. Though was hearing that Wendy, and immediately yeah. I thought, Did she is say she? Wendy? Is she, is it Wendy? And then you pull out like, the liner notes, and then you're oh, like, Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait, right. Wendy Melvin? What? Yeah. Yeah. As a, as a fellow Prince fan, that was very, very exciting to me. Yeah. I love I a bitchy Madonna song too. I thief of hearts. Um, you know, this, this is the modern thief of hearts, I think. And you know, a thief of hearts is clearly the better superior. version of, yeah. Oh wait, I, you think thief of hearts is better? Um, just from a, my overall love of erotica. Yeah, I would say, but okay. she's not, she's not me. has been played more times. Uh, Thief of Hearts is like a sort of a unique song in the Madonna oeuvre, but she's not me. Just, Oh, really gets you grooving, gives you that energy, gives you everything. And ah, mm-hmm. when she gets to the shouty part in the middle, I, in my Honda Civic with the windows down, just screaming that at any, you know, random girl that was trying to get with the straight boys I was getting with at the time. So <laughs> lots of, lots of pointed references. It really was for me. It wasn't like I wasn't replacing the she with a he. No, it was she's not me. <laughs> like I was, cause that was, that was during my era of really uh, straight, straight boys were my thing. So yes. <laughs> He said, I know I could do it better. I sure could. <laughs> um, my only problem was the, I did not like the live performance though. On I didn't, I didn't like the styling of the wannabe Madonnas. I felt like, oh, okay. I felt like the idea was cute. The idea was cute. 
it was it was cute. That's the word I'm going to use. It wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't, but it was it was a cute little moment. But I felt like she could have styled them a little better. Like we could have gotten something. Or use the guys. Like, well, the guys would have been a little bit more um, subversive, as she yeah. would say. But I also get that, you know, it's a live performance. It's a quick change. They're dancers, all that stuff. Yeah. It just the, the like a virgin outfit in particular really bothered me because it looked it looked like when you go to Spirit party Halloween yeah. or, par- or Party City and you get the 80s icon or whatever yes. they call it because they can't legally say it's Madonna. Yep. They bought that costume and that's what that girl wore. <laughs> nah. I'm also I, I just want to mention, too, that. I find it not sad, but just a little bit disappointing that she's not me sort of now has that like negative, you know, she used it on MDNA to sort of like clap back at Lady Gaga sort of thing on there. I don't like that that's attached to that because I think Madonna's bigger and better than that. And, you know, I, 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 I thought it was 10, 11 years later. Yeah, it would for sure tongue in cheek. But I think now the Madonna of 2023 wouldn't probably do something like that. I don't yeah, think. I think. She's, she's not pre- she's, she's not pressed by it no. anymore. No. But yeah, Love not She's Not Me. Not a not a really deep song, but a fun song. Yeah. The, the next song we can talk about in about 30 seconds. Good. Because it is my very least favorite Madonna song ever. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. Were you like Please. Hey You more than Incredible? Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. I, I'll, hey I'll give Incredible its flowers on that sense. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts? What what are your, what do you It's too long. It? It's too long. It's too long. It could that's have That's your only problem with it? Uh that's my biggest problem with it. Okay. It's it, it it's too long. It is I think it's either her second or third longest song on record. So when I think of long Madonna songs, right? You've got physical attraction, which goes on for six plus minutes. You've got frozen that goes on for six plus minutes. Two songs that are well, actually incredible. And then you have incredible, which <laughs> I I made a little note in my phone while I was listening. And I, I just want to say in content only, I find that incredible is this album's cherish, not in quality, but in idea of song. Like she wrote cherish when she was splitting up with Sean, that hyper happy state of mind mm-hmm. that couldn't last. I think this and miles away are probably her most lyrically confessional songs about what she was going through at the time. Remembering when things were good with guy or, you know, her relationship mm-hmm. was good. And maybe the lyric could have been applied to a better song. I don't I don't hate it, but it's definitely my least favorite song on this album. When I was re-listening to this album a few days ago, as I was listening to it, I was trying to listen beyond the craptacular <laughs> uh, music. I think this song would have been a good ballad. Well, with with the yes. melody, with the lyrics, yes. I think it could have been like a really incredible ballad. And I think putting this kind of production on it just made it sound. It just to me it sounds just like really messy. 
It is. No, it is. It is messy. But I do think that was on purpose because her life situation maybe was a bit messy and it was sort of musically emphasizing the chaos she was feeling. I'm reading way too much into this. Yeah. She definitely didn't think any of that. But I'm like, it's, Jesus, I'm hitting hitting my windows over here. I'm getting so upset up about it. I am. <laughs> but when I watched her interview on BBC with Joe Wiley, and she mentioned that, you know, at the beginning of doing Hard Candy, she felt a little bit awkward about some of these songs because she was being really vulnerable with people that she didn't know. And she right. said a lot of these songs had started as songs on guitar that she had written by herself. I think Incredible is absolutely one of those songs. And here, here's a hot, hot take. If Incredible had been on American Life, if Incredible had been produced by Mirways and it were mm. a more stripped version, I think it could have been a really good song but on here it's it, this would be my chance to say it's a no for me dog like incredible i just it's a skip <laughs> well at least we're in agreement on yes on one, on one song <laughs> yes definitely oh um, and then the you- next one i'm a little nervous about getting to the next one because uh, like it's oh the beat goes on yes i, I love like- it so much i love i love it with the exception of yeah. Kanye. Yep. I just can't like yet now. another problematic person that yeah, she I, has worked with and continues to work with. Yes. I have such I a hard time re-listening to it because of Kanye, but at the time, I love this song. It is one of my favorite songs to put on a running playlist. It is a great song to run to. My mom loves this song it's one of her favorite madonna songs so it always reminds me of my mom which is cool because my mom has very specific madonna taste and beat goes on she i think it was a couple months ago that she sent me a screenshot of her listening to it at the gym and she's like look what i'm (laughs) listening to so i'm sure my mom will be listening hi mom she always she's my number one fan so um my mom loves this song so i love it and my other just personal memory to this one when i saw sticky and sweet at that time it had been the closest i was physically to madonna i was right on the side of the catwalk so when she came down in that like rolls royce adjacent car Mm. she looked at me and like kind of gave me a point and that was my first ever acknowledgement from madonna was during that part so always will have a special place in my heart i wish i could find the picture i had a um I believe it was a Motorola chocolate at the time was the phone, the that little slide up phone. Yeah. And I had a picture of her on my child. I should see if my sister, because my sister is my like archivist of, I, I, de- <laughs> I deleted Facebook years ago, but my sister was like, well, let me download all your pictures. So I bet she could find it. But I took a picture of that moment of her pointing at me. So I always think about that during beat goes on. That was my first Madonna interaction, but it's a hard, it's a hard listen now because of Kanye. If you, I'm sure I gave it a lot of love on the immaculate podcast because we recorded that episode, like right at the beginning of 2019. So four years ago, Kanye was less problematic and I probably, probably gave it more of a do, but now it's a hard listen. Yeah. I, the best thing about this song for me is the bridge. Yes. Amazing, amazing bridge we don't do bridges and in within songs have sort of like faded away. They, they hit every now and then there, there's one in miles away, but this, this one, like the bridge hit bridge hits you almost 
as strong as Deeper and Deeper to me. Ooh, well, gonna agree. Wasn't expecting, but gonna agree. It's up there. Like it's, I still don't like this album, Stephen. I think I think you're I think you're. I will give it credit. It. I, I'll give good. it well, credit and, where it deserves it. And that is why I've always appreciated and liked you very much because you were willing. You're willing to give it up when the time when the time is right. Uh, and we kind of touched on it earlier, but I love the demo of this one that it also leaked on MySpace. I personally did like the line "Always the bridesmaid, never the bride." I thought that was a clever line, and I did like the more acoustic like the which that also leads me to believe this was probably a song that she started on guitar screwing around with pharrell in the studio and it sort of was a natural outgrowth of it i do know this was the last song to be completed for the album because she mentioned that in an interview because they were waiting on kanye to do his feature so this was the last song completed nice i always thought it could have been a single I think it definitely, this should have been. Had potential. I would have preferred this over four minutes. Well, I don't know about that, but oh. I know. And I, and I like this more than four minutes. I just think four minutes was the logical single choice, lead well, yeah, single because of that. But I think this could have been, especially in America, a second single instead of give it to me. Cause give it to me is very yes. much more of a European flavor that just didn't, didn't take hold here in the States. I except in the clubs, but you had to go to a gay club to hear it. So maybe Pharrell did the rap. Or we could, we could have him redo that. We could insert yeah. him in there or maybe a lady. Yeah. A female rapper, Remy Ma, get her in there. There we go. All right. Dance tonight. <laughs> a skip. That's a skip for you. Yep. Okay. It, it is my skip on this album. It always has been. Only thing I'll say, and like you've got the floor, I do like her lower register on this one. And this was the album track that when, again, during my, you know, going out to the club, hearing this album played, this was the album track that was played the most. And I think it was probably because it was done to like wet part. But otherwise, mm. I skip it every time. Hadn't listened to it since I did my podcast and then re-listened to it for this one. But does doesn't really do much for me. I like it. I think it has a good groove to it. I feel like it's something I could sit back and relax to, even though it has like a, a good beat to it. Um, my only reason for not liking it. Is Justin Timberlake? Oh, yeah. I, I would have never guessed. <laughs> it's it's like, I can't listen to it because I don't want to hear his voice. Like as soon as he comes in, I'm like, oh, let me, all right, let me change the song. Until I re-listened to it for this episode of your show, I never realized that the lyric was full hands tonight. I don't know what I thought it was, but I was just imagining them holding hands with Justin Timberlake. It's just like silly. It's like a mom, <laughs> it's like a mom and her like teenage son at like you know an Olive Garden or something. <laughs> In the van on their way to soccer practice blue Chrysler van for sure. That's yes. Energy. (laughs) That is the energy that dance tonight is giving me. And you know, here's a song that in my years of podcasting and in your years of podcasting, have you ever really heard anybody talk about this song? No, (laughs) nobody talks about it. Like it's almost (laughs) like it didn't happen. It's, and to me, to me, it might not have. Oh, I could say that about the album too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you're here now so it did so it did now I know. Um, 
after dance tonight, I'm just, I'm scrolling through here. Oh, Spanish lesson. I could spend zero time talking about this song. Okay, well, I will say that I always liked it. Always thought okay. it was fun. <laughs> it was cute. It was silly. It's fun, cute, and silly in the vein of a classic Madonna pastiche. I think this was directly inspired by her La Isla Bonita moment on the Confessions tour. I feel like it's a natural outgrowth of that, that sort of like plasticky Latin-influenced tropical sound. The lyrics are so cringy, and as a teacher who gives homework, I've always felt weird singing along to it. It's just a weird... It's funny you say that, because I always think of it as like, if Madonna was ever on Sesame Street, this would be her cool song that she sings that like, hey, guys, let me teach you some Spanish. And, you you know, you see the Muppets just dancing, waving their arms. Yeah. OK. I would love to see Madonna on Sesame Street. I feel like that is a that is a major missed opportunity. And listen, if Prince could go on the Muppet show back in the 90s, then Madonna should have gone on Sesame Street. I would love to see a crossover with her yeah. and like Elmo and Big Bird. That would it would definitely make my three-year-old nephew happy because he went through a big Sesame Street period. So <laughs> That would be fun. But yeah, I don't Spanish lesson. I do. I also would like to say did not deserve a spot on the sticky and sweet tour. I think that could have been replaced by any number of other Madonna dance songs. It didn't even have to be like in the Latin um, gypsy inspired section that it was on sticky and sweet. I just felt like it did that song really need a performance? Was it really crying out to be performed live? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was definitely not for you. I I can tell that (laughs) just, just by your whole facial expression. It's I, I wish people could see it's just like, okay, let's move on. So let's move on then. Like, let's not waste time here. Next is, um, what we got. Oh, devil wouldn't wouldn't recognize you, but Um, I do. Um, it's like Crimea River, what meets what goes around and whatever other Justin Timberlake ballad and Madonna just put her vocals on it. Interestingly, this was the first song that was recorded for this album. And it, I'm sure you know, was an outgrowth of <clears throat> the project that she was doing a couple years prior, that Hello Suckers musical that mm-hmm. she was going to do. So this was going to be one of the songs from that. So this song had been kicking around from the like post-American life sessions, confessions. Like it's it's the oldest song on the album. And you can tell because the lyric is very different than a lot of the other stuff that's on there. It's just strange that the production is the most Timberlake on this. Not Timberland, but the most Timberlake. It is Crimea River. It is what goes around, comes around. It's just a retread of all of that. And I wonder... Again, like we were saying with Incredible, if this song had been stripped down, if it had gotten a piano treatment, if it had gotten something like that, it might be a favorite. I don't mind this song at all, but on the like overall kind of like fun fluff of this album, Devil Wouldn't Recognize You sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, and my thing too is, um, you know, thinking about like a piano treatment i thought when i was watching sticky and sweet like on the dvd 
that because she was on a piano, that it was going to have more of a piano sound. Yeah, it was more um, of a prop. And more of a stripped down version of the song. And then she just went full into the the full song album version. And that was kind of disappointing because I was expecting you know, something different. Yeah, well, I almost, almost like a, um, I'm thinking love spent on MDNA sort of moment where, you know, sort of with the piano and she slowed it down with like a virgin and love spent on that. I could have seen devil would have recognized you being done in that similar yeah. vein. I, I would like for her to revisit this song one day. So are we, wait, we got what we got one more that I always forget about. Yeah. Who's the master? Who's the slave? What bad a great lyric. way to open a song. Terrible. Terrible <laughs> lyric. Horrible Terrible. Lyric. Just bad. <laughs> bad all around. Voices is my other consistent skip from this album. I re-listened to it and that line about the dog walking you or are you walking the dog? It's very Esther in the lyrical contribution. It's very... Um, mm-hmm. She had just had a meeting with Rav Berg at the Kabbalah Center and was like, ooh, I'll just write one up real quick about that. Like that's this is the this is the uh, token Kabbalah song on the album. Oh. Like I'm surprised the word like metaphysical didn't make it in there. I mean, we did dream get a fuzzy, life. we did get a fu- fuzzy, fuzzy dream. dream on the, we did get a fuzzy dream miles, miles away. away. Thank God. Cause I mean, how many more fuzzy dreams? Do we need, but I'm glad you got one. Can she have? Maybe she's having many these days. Who knows? God, God bless her. But yeah, Voices is really another song in the vein of Dance Tonight. I've never, ever, ever heard any Madonna fan talk about this song. Even in doing a podcast when people would give me notes on hard candy, nobody ever was like, oh, I don't think you gave voices a fair <laughs> shake. Oh, you know what? I really wish you had spent more time talking about voices. If only you had gone deeper into that. No, no one in almost five years now has ever said that to me. So I feel like that that says a lot because I've I've gotten more for less, so to speak. Yeah. Um, well, she did release a bonus track i forget yes. how she released that was it on the special edition or was it on itunes it was an it was an itunes, itunes. an, it iTunes, an itunes exclusive bonus track mm-hmm. uh called ring my bell yes so good i love that i love it oh my goodness whoa 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 not expecting and I was like, that. why wasn't this why wasn't this on the album it should have been instead of voices i think this should have replaced voices oh, for sure and uh, the album well, it could, could replace a lot of songs. Well, but, but um, the album could have ended with "Devil Wouldn't Recognize You" because you know she always does, and we've right. talked about this before. Her sort of like weird experimental last, her gone, her falling free, mm-hmm. her mer girl, whatever you want to put in there. The closer is always that sort of like statement song. "Devil Would Recognize You" could have been that, and then "Ring My Bell" could have maybe come. It could have replaced Spanish Lesson. It mm-hmm. could have any number of things. But I've always loved Ring My Bell. It's a song no one talks about. And it's a song you can't find. It's not on the streaming version of the album. You can't nope. buy it from iTunes anymore. It was like an exclusive track of the time. It's one that I still have on my phone saved because you can't get it anywhere. 
If you have it, you have it. If you don't, you are missing out. You're shit out I'm of sure luck, I guess. It. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. But <laughs> yes, it, no, no, um, it's there. It's there. There were some songs that didn't make it onto the Wait, album. Wait, before before we get oh, there, what sorry. do you what do you no 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 what do you like about Ring My Bell? Because you had such an enthusiastic response to it that I just wanted to know, like, what do you like? That has a Madonna sound to it. It has that Madonna like sensibility that that pop sensibility that's within a song. It's mm-hmm. danceable. It has a good melody. Um, it, it, you don't have to put a lot of thought into the lyrics, not because they're not thoughtful, just because it's not necessary. But you, but the song still has like a message you can take with you. Like it, I mean, it's not like a deep message, but it's just, it's just fun. And it's a Madonna like. song. It's a Madonna song. Yeah, it belongs on a Madonna record, and it's not, unfortunately. Well. Hopefully, whenever these mystical, magical, reissued albums that we were promised like 17 years ago come out, <laughs> Ring My Bell. I don't think happening. Oh, I don't either. But uh, maybe Ring My Bell will be restored to its proper place. So let's nice. go. Unre- unreleased stuff. I don't really have too, too much. I, I kind of forget, I guess. I do too. There's one called Animal. There's one called Latte. Oh, I, well, yeah. Animal uh, was on that. Yeah. Oh, I liked Animal. Yes. I do like Animal too. I feel like that could have replaced some of the songs. Like, I just feel like this this album was, let me try to fit into the landscape of Timber, Timberland. Mm-hmm. For real. Timberworld. I don't, I don't want to fit into my own world. I, it won't. Like there would be too much of a disconnect, I think, if if she had tried to do that, um, mm-hmm. or maybe not. I don't know, but I just feel like some of the the songs that were released um, or on this record just don't feel very Madonna to me, and that's that's the only thing like I was I, I was starving for, I was hungry for, is to hear something very Madonna. And for me, like Ring My Bell, Ring My Bell is a Madonna song. Animal feels very madonna to me like it feels like oh yeah it could have been on any record if you change the production and then some of these songs on the rest of the record just don't feel like they even if you change the production it wouldn't fit on any of the records except like they're uh, still not madonna e enough for you exactly they're not neat enough they're not neat enough so let me i i do have a question for you and i don't want to get too far off topic but my question is Fast forward four years later, right? You know, you weren't super feeling this one. Four years later, you get MDNA, which is my least favorite Madonna album. So did you feel like you got more Madonna from MDNA? Yes. Okay. That's kind of what I would, that's kind of what I was expecting. See, I feel, I I feel like it's a taste thing, but I feel, I mean, MDNA is just not my, not my bag. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of, uh, I think ever since um, maybe American life and on, like there's been a lot of overproduction where there's been like too much, too much sounds or I, I wish things were just like, for lack of a better word, basic and um, more focused. Had, yes. More stronger elements versus the ones that are used. I feel like a lot of weaker elements regardless if it's um a synth part or percussion part it's just like all piled on there mdna does do that but i feel like it feels more it feels more succinct a more synced madonna record 
Okay. I would I want to re now I want to revisit that. So maybe <laughs> maybe maybe we can go there someday. But um and well, I I can understand why you may not like it because I I said this to somebody and they don't agree with me, but um I feel like MDNA a lot of the songs or at least a few of the songs could be mixed with songs on confessions and they mesh very well. Hmm. And the fact that you don't or you used to not like confessions as much. Yeah, I could I could see that. I, I always felt like for MDNA it was just she phoned it in. Like she just showed up for the recording sessions and she still had her purse on when she was in the recording booth, like Aretha Franklin. <laughs> and then she just as soon as William Orbit pressed stop, she was out the door and on to the next thing. I just don't think that she gave that effort as much effort as she normally does. So Fair. I, th- I think that's where my head's at, but I'm glad I feel, correct me if I'm wrong, you're a little softer on hard candy than you were before we pressed record. Just just a smidge. I think being exposed to it more helps. Yeah. Helps soften the blow. So to <laughs> it's, it's more of a Swedish fish than a hard candy. <laughs> right. Okay. It's more of a hot tamale than a. It's more of a hot tamale than, than ta- a hard than candy. Turkish delight. Than Turkish delight. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think we should press stop right there. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, thank you again for coming back and discussing the album again. Of course, anytime. If you want to listen to the Immaculate Podcast, you still can. It's yeah. not on. It's not on Spotify or like from the stream services. But if you do a search, you can find oh, it, it. It still exists. Yeah, I, I wish. I can't find I'm, it on Spotify. No, 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 because it was um, removed. So <laughs> that oh. that would that would be why. Yeah, there's another there's another immaculate podcast. She's not me. She doesn't have my name, but she actually does have <laughs> my name. So I can't get it back. I have thought about when I get the time, and the time is always the hard part. Is like re-uploading them under something different, but then that would require like coming up with a whole other. Thing. Uh-huh. But the Immaculate Madonna podcast. The Immaculate Madonna podcast. You never know. It's also five years old, so I feel like I would have to redo the whole thing because I don't feel the same. I don't even remember what I said almost oh, five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> We're fair. all very, that's a very Madonna thing. It's like always looking forward, not really yeah. looking back. I think it would be fun. I know people still listen because we still do get a decent number of streams. It always, I get yeah. that little report every week and I'm like, wow, somebody in Estonia is really going through it right now, <laughs> listening to, you know, bed, me talk about bedtime stories. Well, it's it was a great podcast. Thank you so much. I love doing it so much. So I appreciate it. And if I didn't do it, I wouldn't know you. So that's the, that's the magic go. of all of this. There we go. Give my love to Justin. I will. Not Timberlake. Your, no, ju- Justin, my dear, my dear, dear co-host <laughs> and friend. Yes, I sure will. Good luck with your your master's degree, your thank you, your tampons and rubbers and all. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And hopefully, you will have some time to come back and talk to me about the hard candy tour called Sticky and Sweet. For sure. All right. Well, thank you again. Have a great night. I'll talk to you, you later. too. Please be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review the Madonna Get Together on your favorite podcast streaming platform. And be sure to follow on Instagram at Madonna Get Together. Until then, my beautiful strangers. <laughs>